The Dollop is brought to you by JamesAllen.com. Get 25% off your order when you go to JamesAllen.com and use code Dollop. That's code Dollop at JamesAllen.com for 25% off. JamesAllen.com. Um, what else? You're listening oh. to The Dollop! <laughs> You're ridiculous. Gary, this. Gary, 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 Gary. Ha. Ha. I gotta go back to the hotel. This is an American History podcast where each week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my valet. Gareth Reynolds, Yale scamp, who has no idea where the glasses are gonna be about. And uh, we have a guest. I've been trying to get this guy on a podcast for ages whenever we come through here. He's always busy because he's a big fucking muckety muck. Yeah. Uh, but uh, give it up for Denver's own nice. Adam King Holland. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. This is for you. I poured a water for you. Thank you. Very kind of you. I'll reach across you every time yeah, I need you're it. You're more than welcome to. Perfect. I got distracted by his t-shirt. I like Thank it. You. I like the band. Unless you just like cake, and it's not the band. It's the band, right? Okay. I wasn't sure if he just enjoys cake a lot, and he had a special shirt made. There's a band? <laughs> it's named after... Uh, the dessert. The yeah. phenomenon of yeah. cake. Yeah. yeah. Delicious. Well, right. we're hot already. Should we jump in or how do we? <laughs> I'll start. What All if right. I just took this one? That's I'll read great. everything. I just make up history as I go. I like that. Adam, you do a monthly show. Why don't you tell people where you do it? And... I have a monthly show at the Bug Theater in Denver. It's called The Grolix. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And there's an accompanying podcast called The Grolix Saves the World. So, uh, and, there, and three people here have listened to it, and I love that crossover. More I love might that have crossover. Listened, three like it. That's the way. They, <laughs> yes, that, the rest also in be that. silent judgment and of we it. We don't know. And we are brought to you by JamesAllen.com. Look, finding uh, an engagement ring, the diamond situation out there. Oh, it can be a nightmare. Total. I went through it. Uh, let's just say a couple times. And uh, the, the first time I had no clue what I was doing, just stumbling around and didn't even know how to find a jewelry store at that point. So I know what it's like. Well, now guess what? Your lady's dropping hints, right? She's like, yeah, what about something on my finger? And you have no idea where to start. Well, oh, sweet, thank God. JamesAllen.com is making buying an engagement ring a whole lot easier. JamesAllen.com is the online site to go to to design a customized engagement ring. It's easier than you ever thought was possible. You can save up to 50% compared to traditional stores. Here's what's awesome. You can choose from over 200,000 certified conflict-free diamonds. They've got both earth-created and lab-created. That is great. And jamesallen.com comes with a lifetime warranty, free resizing and engraving, hassle-free, 30-day return. So 
get 25% off your order when you go to jamesallen.com and use code dollop. That's code dollop at jamesallen.com for 25% off. jamesallen.com. November 21st, 1842. I can't believe we're finally doing this one. Wow. Year of our Lord, J-Town, who, by the way... <laughs> By the way, uh, he's, uh, he's giving out headbands for the kids. Uh, and as far as I, I hear, they're really going like hotcakes. So the kids really dig them. Yeah, he sounds like a pedophile. <laughs> Some weird bearded dude just handing out headbands. Okay, sure. You think the cops aren't watching him? I'm glad for your guy. Anyway, November 21st, 1641. <laughs> Jump back in. Yeah, I'm rocking his merch. He also rollerblades. Yeah, cool. That's a stylistic hobby. Sometimes backwards. Cool. Yeah, that person's always someone you want to hang out with. Is that your phone? You have no idea what rad is. <laughs> Alfred Packer! Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we're doing it. Famous Denver Bronco Alfred Packer. <laughs> you pan, you're pandering local, man. The line packer. <laughs> Alfred Packer was born near Pittsburgh in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. Okay. Really? Interesting. He was one of eight kids. His father, James, was a carpenter. And soon after Alfred was born, James moved the family to LaGrange, Indiana. So, listen, there's going to be a few cities mentioned tonight. <laughs> and we just don't have time to woo them all. It's shocking how every city, someone's like, finally! I'm just bummed there's as many LaGrange fans as listen to my podcast in this room. His dad worked as a cabin maker, and he was involved in the Methodist Episcopal Society. Sound a little J-Towny, am I wrong? Yeah, a little bit. A little J-Town-ish. Uh, almost nothing is known about Alfred's childhood. He was apprenticed to a shoemaker, uh, so he learned leather working there. He had grand mal epilepsy, for which there is no treatment. Uh, so he had the violent seizures all his life. A year into the Civil War, in April 1862, he joined the Union Army. His enlistment form said he was five foot eight with blue eyes and light hair, though he would always be described as having coal black hair. Sure. Well, yeah, after the war, it really, turned, really changed him. A lot of people went in yeah. blonde, came out black in that thing. That's right. My hair is freezing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Packer was sent to train at Camp Thomas in North Columbus, Ohio, and soon after arriving, he got Columbus! Fuck yeah! That was a great town, man! Hell yeah! Yeah! No, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, man, but come on! I heard a thing I am associated with it a little. How? How are you associated? Bro. It's my city. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, he got a tattoo on his right arm. It was his name, but it was misspelled. <laughs> that is what I imagine 1800 tattooing to be like. 
So what are you fixing for her? My name, all right. Is that cheesecake? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, you know you can't take the mask off to eat that, sir. If We're very serious. Yeah, you're gonna have to give that to the guy without the mask. I think legally he has to give it to the guy in the cake shirt, right? <laughs> Isn't that sort of frontier law? It is, uh... <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, sir, I noticed you got a piece of cake. Unfortunately, uh... <laughs> it's like when a cop takes a car with a badge. Yeah. I believe that actually I have to have your, your pastry, sir. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm with the FCI, Federal Cake Investigators. Yeah, we just <laughs> have to have your cake, sir. FCI on NBC. Yo! <laughs> uh, so, he misspelled it Alfred Packer. He probably, he probably didn't know how to spell his name because a, a lot of people didn't at this point in their lives. Uh, his sister, Melissa, also misspelled her name as Malissa. <laughs> At some point, Alfred does learn to spell it right, though. At some point along his journey. Must have um, been a bad day for that tattoo. He was like, wait. Oh, fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hard in the paint early. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. His time in the military ended abruptly after Christmas 1862. He was given a disability discharge because he was, quote, incapable of performing the duties of a soldier because of epilepsy. Uh, number of days a uh, soldier was unfit for duty, the doctor wrote, quote, all the time. <laughs> Not pulling any punches. Still thinking about that cake? I got a major weakness for cheesecake. You what? I got a major weakness for cheesecake. We're seeing it pretty clearly tonight. Yeah, you're in the middle of a show. Oh, oh. am I? Yeah. Hi. Oh. Sir, just eat the fucking cake already. What's taking so long? He's terrified. <laughs> I'd be terrified too. You're edging the guy, Jesus Christ. Give it, eat the fucking cake, not slowly either, get it in. Eat it while 600 people watch you yeah. eat it. There'll be no more cake tonight. First three rows, you're off cake. I've got a dog man up here. I'm like the Rube with a puppy. Yeah. Columbus! So Alfred headed west, and he enlisted again, uh, this time with the 8th Regiment of the Iowa Cavalry. So he re-enlists, but he's not supposed to. Did yes. he do it under Alfred? Uh, I, I don't know if they were able to keep track of like people like sure, that. Sure, they then. were just like, all right, you swear to God you're allowed to? Get over here, you're good enough. You just have to ride one horse length ahead of the paperwork and you can dodge any, anything <laughs> in 1863. Uh, they were sent to defend Nashville in November 1863. His salary was docked $2.50, which is about 50 bucks today. Uh, for, quote, plundering citizens of Nashville. So sure. just, you know, going through shit and taking yeah. it. And, yeah, why not? Sure, why it's not? fucking Nashville. The following April, he was discharged. Quote, the soldier has been unfit for duty for 60 days in consequence of epilepsy. Caught up with him. Yeah. It's, I don't know why he couldn't keep that secret of a 
three or four grand mal seizures a day. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> The doctor reported his seizures happened once every 48 hours and up to three times every 48 hours. Jesus. It's hard to hide. Yeah. Quit dancing! I just love it. <laughs> uh, so he goes west. He's doing different jobs. Uh, he was a harness maker, maker, saddler, trapper, teamster, hunter, and wilderness guide. In the late 1860s, he made his way to Colorado seeking gold. Nice. There they are. But the mining doesn't go well. Uh, he lost parts of two fingers in a sludge hammer incident. Oh, that's my least favorite Peter Gabriel song. Sludge hammer. He then became a jack whacker. <laughs> you want to go or you want me to go? What I do mean, how do you want to? Want to take a number? What do you want to do? How do you want to? 13 to 17, I was pretty much a jack whacker every day. Uh, your turn. Uh, I jack whacked in the hotel earlier. <laughs> so that was a guy who led pack mules carrying supplies. Sure. And masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> We're bagged, baby. Uh, Eat it. He, he was. He's still having violence. Either. Wait, Jack Wacker, Alfred Packer? Is that how? Is that? Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm Alfred Packer, the Jack Wacker. If you hadn't have said that, we would have gotten all these tweets like, "I can't believe you missed Jack yeah. Wacker, Alfred Packer." <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how you get a ghost out of your house. You say that three times. <laughs> they're, they're gone. <laughs> uh, uh, so he's still having seizures. A mining partner said he would, quote, fall to the ground and struggle to a terrible degree. He would then be prostrate for several days, unable to perform any labor. Hmm. So not only is it the seizure, but then he's like... Out. Oh, yeah, he's having a hard time for a while after. Right. While pursuing work as a guide through the mountains. Right, correct. <laughs> hey, uh, Alfred? We're dying. <laughs> Which way do we go? Hold on, I'll get my shit together in a little bit. <sighs> Who knows where we are? Wake me on Thursday. Uh. Uh, he goes to Utah to do more mining, and he got a job at Bingham Count, uh, Canyon in a copper mine, and he worked there. He's going to find some plates. Until he, until he got lead poisoning. He got lead poisoning? Yeah, he worked in the mine until he got lead poisoning. Jesus. Uh, he recovered. He moved to the town of Sandy, which is 12 <laughs> miles south of Salt Lake City. Uh, so there he gets a job working in a smelter, and he worked there until he got lead poisoning. I think he's allergic to lead. <laughs> you ever get that sense? Yeah, a little bit. All right. He later said he thought he was going to die. Uh, a doctor treated him with castor oil. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. What do you do, drink it? Uh, yeah, if you get lead poisoning, you take some of that. Okay. Checks out, for yep. sure. That's what they're doing in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. They're not doing anything. Uh. 
And this guy's just eating cake. Doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Not Meanwhile, too fucks given. In the palace headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> he recovered in the fall of 1873, and around that time, there's a civil strike in the San Juan Mountains in Colorado. Columbus? Many miners in Bingham uh, Canyon decided to go there, and one, of course, was Alfred Packer. Uh, Bob McGrew was another. He had come from Oregon with his partner, George Tracy, and McGrew had two wagons with four horse teams, but as of yet, he had not had any success as a prospector. It was just kind of scraping by Holland Freight. So he decides to go to the San Juan Mountains. Quote, any place that showed a chance to make some money would do me. Do me good. Yeah, cool. Yep. Different. Soon after they decided to go, Alfred came into their camp, and he said he was broke, he couldn't pay, but he would help any way he could. And he had lived in Colorado, he knew the area, and he would be a good guide. <laughs> There's one little secret. What's that? He'll collapse a lot. <laughs> Also, if there's any lead, I am no good under the circumstances. <laughs> Someone else take the reins. How are you guys with lead? Does it make you feel sick? <laughs> I just, oh. it does not agree with me. Oh, God, is that lead? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh, Alfred! Oh, Christ. It's my cheesecake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh, McGrew was very impressed with his athletic look and his smarts. Quote, while he was generally quiet and reticent, he loved to go among the Mormons and argue religion with them. Well, who the fuck doesn't? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Uh, come on. <laughs> That'll pull anybody out of their shell. Yeah. <laughs> I often listened to him and thought he was a smart and fine talker. So he's hired. Okay. Uh, they stock up on supplies. All together in the party, 19 men set out from Bingham Canyon for and southwest Colorado. Is he in, He's kind of in charge of where they're headed? Yeah, he's the guide. Okay, I'm going to, yep, huh? eh, not the best. If he doesn't know where he's going, he'll, he'll fall on the ground and shake, and then that'll point him in the right direction. Sure, like a compass. Yes. <laughs> he's known as the human compass. Yep. Uh, a couple more guys would join on the route. Oliver Lautzenheiser and Preston Nutter. <laughs> Nutter immediately said they didn't have enough supplies. Is that guy the realist? The others were not concerned at all since they had a guide, Alfred, Alfred Packer, with them who told them it would be no problem reaching the San Juan Mountains, uh, which they were about 400 miles away from. Oh, Okay. So pretty close. In mountain, in mountain miles. Yeah. Six hours by car, whatever, seven hours. Yeah. Sure, yep, uh-huh, yep. Lovely drive. Yes. Oh, yeah, much better to drive it. Yep. One of the first nights, McGrew noticed Alfred staring at the fire with a wild look in his eyes. <laughs> then he fell, convulsing, into the fire, knocking the coffee pot over, causing steam to scald and brown his face. Jesus Christ. Alfred, that's not the way! I like coffee! Oh my God! Someone save the coffee! McGrew pulled him out of the fire, quote, 
Packer remained in the fit quite a while and was a bad sight, his eyes having an open, glaring, dead cast. Yep, well, now they know. Yep. Someone's got a secret. <laughs> when it was over, he said it was the first seizure he'd ever had. Jeez, Alfred. Can you imagine diagnosing? Oh, I can't believe I had a seizure. How did you know? I could <laughs> tell by your looks. <laughs> That's my first seizure, or my name isn't Alfred. Well, look at your tattoo. Your name's not Alfred. <laughs> well, my name's not Alfred Picker. <laughs> Uh, then he, he had up to three a day as the trip went on. Boy, these things are really coming in fits and spurts. <laughs> I must be Lord. allergic to something out When it here. rains, it pours, huh? Uh, they took the old Spanish trail southeast and reached the river, uh, the Grand River. Now, it was obvious Alfred had no idea where to go, and he had lied about being a guide. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Uh, Lautzenheiser hated him completely already. Yeah. Because there's no clue where he's going. No, it's not good. No. Some of the He's group... taking another shake break. <laughs> Let's move. We don't have time for this. There's only decaf left. Some in the group were whispering that Alfred had been jailed in Salt Lake once, and Alfred confirmed it and said he'd been caught in a brothel. Okay. Well, yeah. If you, yeah. Who's, right. Everyone there was going to be like, all right. I mean, yeah. who, who among us? Oh, I thought you committed a crime. <laughs> Ever since I got caught in a brothel in Salt Lake, I like to go and yell at Mormons about their religion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have just married all the women. That would have made more sense. At this point, many in the group uh, thought he was, as Nutter said, quote, a man without character. And as the journey went on, he became more sulky, obstinate, and quarrelsome. But good qualities in the guy. Yes. He kept complaining about the few provisions, which wasn't great because he was the one who had <laughs> told them how much supplies to get. Right, that's cool. Uh, and it was made worse because he had a very high-pitched and whiny voice. Oh, no, wow. no, we're going to be out of jerky. <laughs> oh, there's coffee all over my eye again. We're fucked. <laughs> we're so lost. Oh. You, this is you. You're the guide, and you told us how much food to bring. Oh, shut up. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> Oh my God! There's fucking you cannot. Holy shit! There's you like, cannot. There's there's sir, there's caramel and take a cheese. <laughs> take a cheese break. We're taking an uh, intermission. No. Uh, no cake for us, thank you. We're professionals. <laughs> you gotta have some. Uh, the, yeah, I'm gonna. Oh well. Next time there's a picture that comes up, I'm gonna fuck that cake up. This just turned into a two-part episode. <laughs> just the tail end of the first half is 30 minutes of Dave eating cake. I definitely like the idea that we're going to be talking about a group lost in the mountains with few provisions <laughs> while Dave eats cake. 
Anyway, they were out. They're out of everything. So, must have been terrible. They'd eaten their third horse. Oh my God. Can I have more of the caramel dipping sauce? That is just the one. When you knew, you knew. <laughs> you did this. You did. <laughs> I was going in a real weird direction. Yeah. So some, like Nutter, are not hiding how much they dislike Alfred. He was accused of stealing from the others and hogging supplies. She's terrible. Nutter said he, quote, would build up a fire, bake up a great cake, a great cake of... Wow. Wow. He would build up a cake. He ate. He was on stage with cake. He had a cake. He loved cake. The waitress brought him a free cake. Sorry. The cake was free, and he ate the cake. He was a birthday boy in his head that day. He had the cake. He was a special little boy, and he had a cake. He'd driven all the way to Denver to do a show, but he had cake instead. He ruined the show for cake. He was on his cake break. I love cake. For goodness, cake, he thought. Hello, cake. Nutter said he, quote, would build a fire, bake up a great cake of bread bigger than a dinner plate, and sneak off with it under his coat to eat it because the other fellows jeered him for his greediness. So, but they saw him baking the bread. Yeah. There's right? Like 19 like, guys around a fire. They're going to notice you baking the cake. Hey, where's that bread that you baked? Bread? Around the fire we're all sitting around. Oh, no, that wasn't bread. <laughs> that was wood. Well, I'm going to go off to the woods for an hour or so. We can hear you chewing, Alfred. I'm not chewing. I'm coming up with a plan. I know which way to go. You are an absolute psychopath. <laughs> this, this is already our worst show. <laughs> Everything you've done is terrible. You cannot either eat it or don't eat it, but you cannot treat this like you're on the bake-off. I think I think I put I put strawberry. Uh, what are you sauce. for? Listen to your voice. I, I think I put strawberry sauce on the on cake. On the front half, and on I'll the put the raspberry on the back. I put half. raspberry on the back of my cake. Alfred all of a sudden started asking the other man how much money they had on them. Hey, you guys got money? <laughs> we need money. What'd you guys bring out in the? Would you bring out in the wilderness? Like you guys got money? Bucks? We should pay got? that tree. I'll let's give just, it. Let's all say. Let's just all uh, yell out how much money. Net we Net worth have. on the count of three. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so the other men don't like it, but McGrew doesn't see it this way. He and Alfred were sleeping together in a wagon, and he felt badly for Alfred because of his epilepsy, and no one else seemed to care. The first time Alfred had a seizure during the night, McGrew called for help, and they said, quote, damn you, you want him along? Now take care of him. Yeah. Shows you how much they didn't like him. McGrew didn't get why they all hated him so much. Alfred was avoiding uh, stay, uh, staying with the others as much as possible. Since Alfred didn't know the land or had a guide, others, had, <laughs> others now had to ride ahead to find a route. 
and they're running out of food, and with the snow, there was nothing to hunt. They started talking about eating... No, the, the horses. Yes, oh, cake, 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 cake. They had a cake with them. They'd been saving it. Cheesecake, the horse. We, we've said this on this show many times, but when you go off into the wilderness, the horses should be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming back. Yeah, and, and they, it just takes one guy to be like, should we eat a horse? <laughs> For 15 days, they ate nothing but barley. On January 25th, 1874, they came across a, a band of Ute Indians. Which, after convincing the Ute they were just passing through, Chief... Ure? Ure? Yeah. Chief Ure offered to help. So he's offering to help these idiots. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said traveling in winter was a certain death, and they could stay near the Ute village in, uh, until spring thaw. Okay. Uh, he guided them to a really great spot to camp and, quote, treated us like brothers. The Ute sold the group food to last through the season, but... After a week, a bunch of the guys wanted to leave. Smart. Yeah. 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 You know what you're doing. Get yeah, out of here. They can handle yeah. this. It's only winter. Why would I listen to these guys? They've just been living here for fucking centuries. Bingo. Move on. Five, including Lautzenheiser, decided to walk 80 miles east to a cow camp. Cow go- camp? A cow camp the government had set up for the Utes. So, like... Yeah, they, they had cows, like, in case, you know, things you were, get bad. Sure. Which I, they were going to. Right. I don't know if you've read history. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. I do a podcast about it. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. This guy's an idiot and eats cake. <laughs> so that's the only idiot on the show? Yep. What's the other guy do? Well, he used to be the dumbass until this guy got cake obsessed. <laughs> and then one guy's just a guest who no one's listened to his podcast. <laughs> Show's taking a meta turn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as these guys start to leave, Alfred tries to follow. But Lautzenheiser pulls out a gun and points it at him and said if he did, there would be trouble. That's great, though. That's great for him. Yeah. Yeah, stay back. Yeah. Yeah. This is where the story should end. Yeah. Right? This should be the clean break. The, the story you... should have ended when Ure was like, hey, you guys can stay here. Yeah. Oh, great. All yeah. right. We'll leave in the spring. Yeah, great. Yeah. That, should, that should have been where it ended. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Three weeks later, two of those men stumbled into the cow camp. They ran, had run out of f- food and had been eating berries. And three had given up and just stopped. Uh, the men at the cow camp tracked back and saved the other three. Okay. A few days after those men had left, six others also left the camp. One was Uh-oh. Alfred. There was also Israel Swan, who was in his 60s and supposedly had a lot of cash on him. There was 60-year-old George Noon, known as California. Nice. I assume he's from California. Well, you never know. Or California Noon? What a cool fucking name. Right? Yeah. yeah. Ginger Sh- Shannon Wilson Bell. Okay. A guy named Philly... Uh, a guy from Philly named James Humphrey and Frank Reddy Miller, who was a butcher. Nice. He's going to come in real handy <laughs> when they've got to eat each other in a couple weeks. <laughs> and Reddy hated Alfred more than anyone. 
So we tried to talk them into staying, but he couldn't. And so he drew them a map on the ground and told them to go east for seven day days to get to the cattle camp. And for some reason, they chose uh, this guy named Alfred Packer to be their guide. Oh, shit. But it hasn't worked yet so far. He's due. <laughs> <laughs> On February 9th, they set out and immediately got lost. Nice. Well, they didn't follow the ground map? Yeah, I don't know why that didn't work. Weird, you can't take that with you, I guess. The snow was deep, forcing them to walk on ridges, which was not their plan. After nine days, they had eaten the last of the flour. Days after that, Noon offered his goatskin moccasins as food. Oh, mm. Well, you want to eat this guy's shoes? What do you think? <laughs> Who, Hollywood Noons? Yeah. Sure, man. <laughs> you guys, all right, save some room for shoe, boys. How do you like your shoe? I've been wanting to eat your shoes for so long. <laughs> man, you had the best shoes to eat by far. Hi. Hi. How's your shoes? What? How's your shoes, fella? Good. Great. I need them to walk through the snow. Mind if I get a lick? Uh, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Have a taste, I guess. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move a little ways away now for a while. Hi again. I can still see you. Yeah. Shoe fella. All right. Okay, so. All right, I'm probably going to turn in. Call it a night. Okay. You going to go to I'm sleep? I'm right here in the tent with you. All right. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, good night. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep with my shoes. Fuck. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that one. I really thought I had them that time. Uh, I could, that's not your inner monologue. So they roasted and they ate the shoes. Nice. That's what you do with shoes. Yeah. That's what I do with Asics. Every few days, they ate moccasins till they were out. So they ate everyone's... But so they don't have shoes anymore? They, no, everyone... I think it was spare. I oh, they had spare shoes. For when you get to the cow camp. And yeah, right. You take right. off your boots and you put right. on your moccasins. You, right. Bring a shoe you can eat or wear, depending on how good the journey's going. <laughs> now, if we're wearing these in four weeks, we'll be on easy street. <laughs> uh, they ran out of matches, and so they carried burning coals in a coffee pot. Nice. It's going fine! Yeah. No matches, no shoes. Just yeah, yeah. snowbound, we're doing it. It's yeah. all good. They tried eating rosebuds and pine gum to ease the feeling of hunger. It didn't work. <sighs> but they tripped balls harder than they ever had. <laughs> Coming out stronger and united as a group because went, of it. They went into Alfred's state. <laughs> they cried and they yelled and they prayed. Nice. Which one worked the best? None. Uh, <laughs> In early April, a small party of Utes came upon a white guy camped by the River Gunnison. The Gunnison River, whatever you want to call it. There it is. Woo, she's a beaut. Hell yeah. Uh, he was cooking meat. Ah. Uh, he was taking it off the fire when he saw the Utes, and he left the meat, ran over, picked up something, and threw it into the river. It washed up and was found by one of the Utes later. It was a human arm with the flesh removed. 
Oh, oh, oh boy. Yeah. Out of shoes, I guess. Jesus. What the I so what I think I think now do you take the skin off because you wanna for the calories? Like you don't want to eat that many calories? Yeah, for sure. I'm on a diet. <laughs> no, respect, man. Probably the hair. Oh yeah, hair. I mean, I don't know. I guess you'd cook that off. No, guys have hairy arms, especially these guys. They're all like apes back then. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, um, Still, the idea that he was like, they can't know my secret. Then they're like, look, an arm. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Whew. On April 16th, the snow was melting, uh, and a not-at-all starving Alfred came out of the woods. <laughs> Confidently strode out of the woods. Toothpick, just... Whoo! What's up? Happy spring. You were wrong. Everything was cool out there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll put on the Frontier 15. <laughs> chunky monkey over here, huh? I'll put on Ron Roy and half a Greg. Oh, my God. I have the worst heartburn. Whew. You ever get like that when you eat your travel partner? <laughs> shoes, his shoes, I mean his, his shoes, shoes, his moccasins. His shoes. Only his shoes. Mm. Uh, he was seen by an employee at the Los Pinos Indian Agency. Oh. Nice. Well, that's where he rolled into. He had a rifle and a coffee pot with lit coals in it. Quote, he didn't seem any different from any other man who had been exposed to the cold winter weather. So the employees asked Alfred where he was going and how long he had been walking, but Alfred didn't answer. Yeah. So he took Alfred to the mess hall to eat. And in the Do you have any guy? <laughs> <laughs> the men in the mess hall all told different versions of what happened. One said Alfred was crazy looking and haggard. Another said well fed. Another said insanely hungry. Another that the food made him sick and he just wanted whiskey. Uh, so everyone's got a different version of kind of what Those happened. Those could all kind of coexist, I think. Maybe. Mm. They all agreed. He said he left the camp with five others, but they left him when he was snow blind. So he said they fucked him over, right? Uh, they just bailed on him, right. and left him out there. He said he would. They said they would come back for him, but they never did. And after some time, he wandered off to find the agency. So just hours after Alfred arrives, three men from the camp, including Preston Nutter, ride in. They had left when the snow melted just two weeks before. Hmm. So the other guys who left early made a super bad decision. Right. <laughs> when Alfred saw them, he was really upset. And Nutter asked where the other five men were, and Alfred said he didn't know because they left him behind when he went to hunt. Hmm. Which is different than the snowblind thing he just said. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Sure. It's, all, it's the same thing. That's snow amnesia. Leave him alone. After a few days, Alfred said he was, quote, tired of Colorado. <laughs> it's this damn state. <laughs> and he said he wanted to go back to Pennsylvania, but he had no money. And so he sold this rifle for $10. Then he, Nutter, and another member of the group headed to Sawatch, which was an 11-day trip. Okay. Sawatch. Uh, so Nutter, I don't know why Nutter hates him, but he's like, yeah, I'll go with you to this yeah, place. All right. So Nutter noticed Alfred had ready the butcher's skinning knife. Hmm. 
Hmm, strange in a couple of ways. Uh, Where's the butcher? Why you need it? Oh, he's out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Alfred said Reddy had stuck uh, the knife in a tree and then just walked off. He was weird. That's fucking... <laughs> he was that's in one so of those, creepy. He was real weird. <laughs> that was the last I ate of him. Saw of him. Heard of him. <laughs> what a taste. Guy. <laughs> Tender man. Crispy when cooked, I think. No idea, though, for sure. Just a regular man. A man's man. Kind of guy you get cut between your teeth if you don't watch yourself. That's a weird way to put it. Yeah, sort of guy you can't shake until you crap him out. <laughs> so, kind of guy you want to take home to mom and feed her. <laughs> so Nutter said he did not believe that at all. And when they arrived in Sawich, Alfred went straight to a saloon, and he just started buying drinks because all of a sudden he had a ton of cash. <laughs> What's up, dollopers? This is Gareth. Uh, Gareth from the dot. You get it. Listen, shout out to the Garmy, Gareth Army. I've got some U.S. dates coming up. I will be at Goodnight's Comedy Club in Raleigh, or Raleigh, I forget which one you guys are stuck to, North Carolina, December 21st through the 23rd, five shows. And then December 29th and 30th, I'll be in Rutherford, New Jersey at Bananas Comedy Club. I'm calling on the Garmy. Come out. Uh, there's a lot of shows. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets and information. Also, listen to my new podcast called We're Here to Help. Got a new podcast. We're here to help Jake Johnson. Thank you, Garmy. Hashtag Garmy. In retrospect, I think putting him in charge of all this was a bad move. Uh, in his two weeks there, he spent $100 in the saloon, which would be about $2,000 today. Nice. Fuck yeah. By the way, uh, two weeks? I could outdo that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a vacation. Everyone's right? doing and on. Come on. It's a vacation. That's, come on. Shots? Uh, this price? Good lord. Yeah. Tip? Come on. Uh, this was obviously suspicious to the other guys in the party who keep arriving in the town. And somewhere between being broke in Utah and now, Alfred had a bunch of money. Yep. So all these men that are coming to town start getting rooms in the lodge. So Alfred asked the owner if he could sleep in the saloon because he didn't want to sleep in the lodge with those guys. Sure. I've made that move before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go about to sleep here tonight. These how guys all want to kill how me. How much to live here for a few days? <laughs> you guys really got a good system. Can I sleep in the kitchen where the mops go? So he slept on the mud floor eating oysters and peaches. Wow. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. That's the life. A lot of people say drinking's kind of like sad and gross, but then you're laying in mud eating peaches and, and oysters, and you realize you're doing fine. You cake weirdo. <laughs> Oh, shit. I like this whole episode's about cannibalism, yet this audience is like, oysters and peaches. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> we have a line, Alfred. <laughs> That's like, the best thing he's eaten in months. Yeah. He's getting like, back to normal. He's reacclimating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I started with everything soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, peaches are the oyster fruit. 
I only use my teeth now for human flesh. Uh. <laughs> he talked with the owner a lot. He said he just ate rosebuds and while he was lost. And yeah. he offered the owner... He offered to loan the owner $300 if he needed it. <laughs> Which is fucking $6,000. By the way, if you need like six grand, I got it. You're eating peaches off of the floor. <laughs> exactly. I know, I'm doing pretty good, to be frank with you. Let me know if you need a floater of any kind. I am doing pretty well, personally. Made a lot of money on my recent expedition. <laughs> I'm also a duke in Austria. Sure you are, Alfred. Uh, Get back know. on the mud bed. Ooh, here's a muddy oyster. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I almost feel like you and Comedy Works like came up with like some marketing. Yeah. That's the strawberry. I don't think I'll ever want someone to be done with cake more. It's a crazy thing to be like, I can't wait for this cake to be done. Can't wait. Hope you're happy. By now. By now, the men in the party were loudly asking questions, so Alfred decided to get out of town. All right, I'll settle this. I'll leave. He bought a horse and supplies, but as he was getting ready to leave, General Adams, who was in charge of the Indian agency, arrived. He put together a party to look for the missing men and asked Alfred to be the guide. Why, I'd love to go on a mission with you, tasty er, men. Alfred said he would need to be paid, and Adams agreed. Oh, my God. This guy's hit the lottery. Why would anyone hire him again? Because there's nobody to be like, he was awful? I guess not. I mean, it's crazy. No, he doesn't know? I, I don't get it. Like, yeah, everyone no... knows he's not good at it. They do. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he, like, he is the guy who, le who knows where they were walking last. So sure. that kind of makes sense. Sure, yeah, right, okay. Maybe okay. he's just the most confident fucking dude. Yeah. He just, like... <laughs> He can't miss. He yeah. just goes in there. He's like, I'm, yeah, I'm the guy I'm for this your guy. I'm like, yeah, He's like I'm a total fucking idiot. I wish we had an example of that in America. <laughs> <laughs> well, the idea that he's like, if you're going to go, you want to go find where I was, I can lead you on that expedition. Yeah, you should be able to. Look at these footprints. I think I was right around here. <laughs> yeah, those are yours. This way. Follow me. This is some of my urine. <laughs> I think I'm close. What? Yes. Some of my scat on the tree. I like areas like this. They comfort me. No lead. Oh, God, what's this? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. My God, there's strawberries out here. Super weird work from you. <laughs> so, uh, they run into McGrew's business partner on the ride, and Alfred goes and talks to him alone. And he told him the story, but this time he added that, quote, old Swan had died. Hmm. So now there's a new death just on top of it. Yeah, like, okay. and whereas before they had all left him, now yep. Yep. the old guy died. And that was the old guy with all the money. Hmm. So when they arrived at the Indian agency, men from the original party are there, and they accused Alfred 
of murder and wanted to lynch him. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Unreal. You try to help you try to help some people. Yeah, he's being yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Uh, Adams wouldn't allow it and he interrogated Alfred. Alfred first said he had no money, but when pressed about all the money he spent, he said he forgot. I forgot, guy, relax. Jeez. He then said he borrowed it from a blacksmith. Nice. The general sent a man to go talk to the blacksmith, and the blacksmith said he did not loan Alfred money. <laughs> hmm. I love that they gave him that benefit of the doubt, though. Yeah. They're like, all right, Alfred says he got it from a blacksmith. Let's pause for eight days <laughs> while we send to a guy to corroborate. We're down two men, and Alfred's fatter. <laughs> so Adams grilled Alfred with the new info, and Adams said he thought Alfred was more to be pitied than blamed, but he did want the truth. Okay. On May 4th, Alfred came clean. He said they misjudged how long it would take to get to the cow camp and ran out of food. And they dug up roots to eat. Ten days after leaving, Swan died. So they roasted and ate him. I love roasted swan. Oh. <laughs> Every Christmas, my family would have a roasted swan. <laughs> the neck is decadent. Nekadent. Mm. Ooh, he is good. Put a bit of shoe on him. Oh! 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 Uh, they also saved a little bit for the road. Yeah, little... all right. That's... Uh, I don't know why I have more issue with that. <laughs> it's one thing to, like, order your friend for dinner, but to get a doggy bag seems especially fucked up. All right, what do you say we do some... What do you want, swan lunch tomorrow? Breakfast oh, swan? The swan sandwiches the day swan after Christmas. Yeah. They're, they're better <laughs> yeah, than the, the Christmas meal. <laughs> oh, a little cold swan. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm tiptoeing back downstairs at midnight for a little oh. extra swan. We're not even going to have a lot of swan for tomorrow. We've eaten most of the swan. Oh, unbelievable. He's almost swan gone. Mm. Another man died after five days. Let's and, eat him! And he was eaten. <laughs> Let's eat him! What do you say? How Are you okay? I think I can hold on. Don't do it for our benefit. We're famished. Go, go. Go to the light, friend. Hurry. There you go. <laughs> oh. Mm. Alfred said he took $133 from that guy's wallet. So the rich people are dying in order, it seems like. <laughs> Swan had a ton of cash Very gone. What are the odds? Days later, Alfred said he came back from getting firewood to find two of the guys had killed Reddy the butcher. Uh, and Reddy had been pretty sick, and they ate him. I like to think that in order, like they were like calling out numbers when it was your turn to eat him. 64? Oh, <laughs> that's me. No. Uh, I'll have a pound. A few days later... I, other... This is in days. Yes. You're eating a full human. Yeah. Like, you could, like, wait a little bit longer. You could say... I mean, you could slow it down, yeah, right? Yeah, you, you don't need like, to be I'm like... I'm gonna barely... Yeah, you're like, boy, little... we better pound him. We've got yeah. fresh meat coming. We're just dropping like flies. Uh, so... 
the, a few days later, the other guy shot California Noon and they ate him. So now it's Alfred and the last guy. Now, but they're just killing them to eat them? Yeah. Okay. So it's taken a bit of a turn because it's like, he died. We should eat him. And oh, now no, it's like, let's kill him. Hurry. Yeah. I'm <laughs> hungry. I've got the munchies. So Alfred and the last guy make a pact not to kill and eat each other. Hey, listen. <laughs> I know we've done some crazy shit the last few days. But I'm, it ends between us, dude. I like you. I like what we got going on. I think I've satisfied whatever it was in me that needed this. Oh, yeah. I got that all out of my system. I'm done. For we never should be again. able to find some grouse or something like that soon. I'm stuffed, to be honest When this with is you. over, let's start a band. I agree. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Plus, we got all those swan burgers ready to go. So we got some swan. So, yeah, deal. Not going to kill and eat you, my friend. That is the promise I make back there to you, friend. There is no way, amigo. Not happening. I don't even want to eat you. I wouldn't eat you I'd if you died eat naturally. Myself. Thank you. Oh, that I means a lot. I wouldn't eat you if you died naturally. That means a lot. You're a hell of a guy. <laughs> You're a hell of a guy. You're an unbelievable man. You all right? Your resolve yeah, seems to be weakening yeah, I'm, a little. I'm good. I'm good. You I good? Just, yeah. Because I'm still steadfast. We're not, not eat, eating you. Not eating. Not eating either, buddy. Not going to do it. I'm not eating me or you. No way. Oh, but Jesus Christ. Night, night, I get the, I get a little peckish. Anyway, you should go to bed. It's getting late. We sh you should turn in. I'll do watch. I'll watch. I'll do night watch. You're gonna do, I'll first, do first, watch? first watch. I'll do first watch. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Close those eyes. <laughs> she just nod off over there. You sexy meal. <laughs> mm. Okay, go ahead. Well, I ate him. <laughs> Fuck! Fuck! I knew it! Oh, boy. Damn this trusting heart. Oh, oh that delicious trusting heart. <laughs> Days later, Alfred said that the other guy tried to hit him with the butt of his rifle as they sat at the fire, but missed. And Alfred shot him, and then Alfred ate that guy for a few days. Despite the promise. <laughs> and then packed some of him up and started walking. Forbidden friend. Mm. Mm. You just uh, said ate that guy for a few days. Yeah. Then packed up. I feel yeah. like maybe one meal yeah. of that guy. And then go. And then we're going. Yeah. But a, a couple of days up. Yeah. No, Ugh. just carrying but around. But it's so much meat. Yeah. How do just, I carry it oh, all? Getting to that level where you're like, yeah. I'll have a snack. Oh, John. Mm. Uh, so Adams calls in the prospecting party, and Alfred told the story again to them. <laughs> and Adams read the confession, and Alfred signed it. Adams then sent a report to D.C. with a note that said he believed it was because Alfred was quite fat when he arrived. The idea <laughs> that you're putting weight on during this yeah. is like, you're not doing it for survival. No. You're just genuinely like, I've found my dish. <laughs> Guys I get lost with. That's Listen, my meat kink. I get that Alfred did a lot of terrible shit, but for Adams to fat shame him like that <laughs> is like, where are you? Where do you get off, dude? 
Where do you get off? That is so true. Yeah. Uh, the prospectors did not buy the story, so Adams told Alfred to take a search party to the camp con to confirm the story. Alfred's taking a search party? The, Adams is, yeah, he's saying, take this? him to where you ate Don't him. take Alfred on any more search. Where are they all? You're not going to believe this. Jesus, what are you, 280? What's going on? You won't believe what has happened. Well, we, we made a pact, as we're often to do. But they just started dropping like flies, and I don't want to bury them in soil, so I buried them in me. He's riding a rascal scooter at the end of this shit. He's uh, just like... Uh, <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it's like Bert Kreischer at the end of a tour. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty meaty for a detective. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> oh. I have got to stop eating people. <laughs> I'm just really packing it on. But they're everywhere. Oh. <laughs> so they leave two days later, and the agency constable is in the party. And four days in, he saw Alfred had the butcher's knife under his shirt, and he demanded he turn it over. But that's my eat. Uh, okay. How will I eat my friends? <laughs> Quote, Alfred rushed at me with that knife. Uh, and he supper! <laughs> he wrestled it away and held Alfred. Um, and as they got close to where the camp was, Alfred said he had no idea where anything was and refused to go on. Wow, he really... <laughs> quite an omission. <laughs> Nutter said he was a murderer and should be hung right there. Alfred was taken back to the Indian agency, and the search party went on and found the camp, but no body or rifle. I ate the rifle, too. <laughs> I ate the people and all the evidence. Good luck closing this case. The perfect crime. That's right. Um. They drained the lake by cutting a beaver dam, but found nothing. I ate the beavers. <laughs> and I drank the lake. What lake? Uh. The beavers are like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. The cannibal story hit the press. The Rocky Mountain News headline was Man Eaters in Colorado. <laughs> and it printed Alfred's version of the story. Two of the founder, founders of Sawwitch, meanwhile, discussed Alfred being in custody, and it was costing $5 a day to hold him. Oh, my God. And there was no evidence the men were dead or Keep that him... he'd done anything wrong. But, wait, what? didn't he say that he'd eaten them? There's no proof. But the guys... What guys? They're, there's no proof they're dead? <laughs> he or, ate them! He hasn't done anything wrong! Oh, uh, you're going to have to investigate my tum-tum. They got life sentences in me. So they're like $5 a day? Come on. Yeah, basically. That's a lot of money. <laughs> Why don't we just let this, this cannibal out? <laughs> Alfred's like, Psst, I know a cheaper prison. Just through that pass, I'll lead you there. <laughs> All right, wait a minute. <laughs> so one day the sheriff... Went Where's your celly? Celly? There was nobody with me in here. <laughs> 
shoe on your face. Well, you should probably get me a new cellmate pretty soon. <laughs> so the sheriff goes out of town one day, and the two men let Alfred out and give him provisions. <laughs> he doesn't need them. Now, John Randolph is a Harper's Weekly artist, and he's hiking two miles north of the lake on October 20th, 1874, when he comes across five bodies. One head was cut off, another head was crushed, all had meat removed, two, had, two were not destroyed and could be identified, and then prospectors came to look, and Randolph sketched the bodies for Harper's. Am James I, Humphrey. is he only like eating the white meat? <laughs> like, is he like, oh, I don't like the dark meat as much. In a pinch, I'll make a man salad, but. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, he must have killed them while they were sleeping, right? Uh, two days later, a warrant was issued for Alfred Packer. On what grounds? <laughs> The news was slow to make its way into the papers across the country. It wasn't until the second week of September. All called Alfred a murdering cannibal, and a reward of 5000 was put on his head. So people are scouring the country looking for him. No one found him. Over time, people just kind of started to forget about what Alfred. What the fuck? Uh, you'd never hike again. <laughs> Jean Frenchy Cabazon had been part of the original party. In 1883, nine years later, he was working as a peddler in the mining camps in Wyoming. Uh-oh. Uh, he's, he's about to get eaten, dude. He Woo! sold oysters and peaches. <laughs> on, on a mud floor. A particular form of kryptonite for one person. <laughs> Did you hear something? Oh, yes. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <sighs> oh, yes. Soon, 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 soon. Uh, Jean was at Fort Fetterman in a boarding house when he heard a high-pitched voice oh. in the room next door. Hello. <laughs> he went to look at who was talking. The guy was missing... Parts of two fingers. It was Alfred. Alfred said he did not know who Frenchie was, and he said his name was John Schwartz, and he was a prospector. The next day, Frenchie went to the sheriff, and the sheriff sent it to his higher-ups, and a week later, the sheriff was ordered to arrest Schwartz based on the missing fingers and two front teeth, which is what Alfred was also missing, two front teeth. Well, amazing how much of his party he could eat with no front teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred was taken to Laramie where word was out. A large crowd gathered at the station to get a look. Oh boy. After he was taken to Cheyenne where another crowd waited for him and they pushed their way onto the train and then just stood staring at him. <laughs> wow. So at this point they're just taking him around on trains for people to stare at him. <laughs> yeah. Like... He traveled as a circus freak for yeah. the next 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the dining car. <laughs> uh, they put him in jail there, and the press was for allowed... what? The press was oh, allowed right. into the jail to interview him. 
And Alfred said he had no idea why he was under arrest. And then he blurted out, quote, I plead guilty to the crime I accused of. I mean, I plead innocent. I did not murder the men. Whoa, all right, OJ. Why don't you just fucking chill out? <laughs> I plead guilty. They were tasty. I mean, innocent. I don't eat guys. The second two, use those. The next day, he was cleaned up and had his picture taken. Wow. Looks great cleaned up. Now, Mr. Manson, what makes you think you're capable of driving for Uber? <laughs> well, I got a bunch of Altoids and uh, phone chargers. I reckon I'm pretty good with directions. <laughs> as long as I got the GPS. Otherwise, things could get precarious for the passenger. That facial hair looks like he's finishing a dog. Like, it's just an explosion of, like, the tail's left. He's <laughs> sucking it down. He's almost done with the dog. <sighs> May I have another gin and tonic? You're in your Elvis yeah, phase. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I am. This is just crazy. Cheesecake and gin I mean, is my just whole crazy. Life. <laughs> is there any way to have the barkeep mix a cake with Tanqueray? <laughs> Can Dave sleep in the floor in the is bar? Possible. Where are your oysters? <laughs> May I lick peaches off the ground of this lovely establishment? We can't find the bartender. Hmm? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so the reason they took this picture was because uh, they could sell it. So people like to buy pictures of, you know, weirdos. The man-eater. Um, so this is in high demand. Right. Um, General Adams was brought to ID him and escort him to Denver. Alfred told... Fucking Ad hilarious, the amount of cities that have gotten applause tonight. <laughs> Literally every other city that's been mentioned... <laughs> the one that we are sitting in right now was mentioned, no. and everyone was like, okay. <laughs> Interesting. That's, we're, uh, we're, I've been a there. Humble, we're a humble people. I've been there before. Denver, that's interesting. I've heard of that town. Continue, David. So... Alfred told Adams what he'd been doing over the nine years. He was Feeding. free. And, and said he was ready to take back his first statement and tell the truth. But only if Adams would protect him in Denver. No, 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 no. Uh, no. It's too Sorry. fucking late. No. No. You already blew you don't, you it. World champion Denver Nuggets! <laughs> Worst baseball team. That's, that's just true. That is just true. <laughs> Airport where Dick Cheney spent 9-11. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so there were a thousand people waiting in Denver. Uh, one reporter wrote, quote, when he came out of the car, the poor godforsaken creature looked around in a dazed way, finding not one friendly face in that crowd. Not one person said a friendly word to him. <laughs> what are they supposed to... Yeah. Hi, Mr. Cannibal, you look I love wonderful. your eating! I love your eating! Can like you eat people! <laughs> yeah. Any first impressions of the city? What do you think? 
What do you plan on eating while you're here? <laughs> He's like the Beatles of eating his friends. <laughs> He's the Eatles. I want to eat your head. I want to eat your head. <laughs> Lucy in my mouth with shoes. <laughs> Have you seen Polythene Pem? I ate her. Yes, I ate her. Wow. What's happening to the Beatles? <laughs> I'm kind of a leg man. I ate your friend Gus. Uh, he was taken to the jail, shackled, and he made his second confession to Adams. This time, he said they set up camp, and he went to scout. And when he returned, everyone was sleeping except for Bell. And then Bell charged him with a hatchet. Alfred, quote, I shot him sideways through the belly. He fell on his face, and the hatchet fell forward. I grabbed it and hit him on the top of the head with it. He said Bell had already killed the others, and some of Reddy the Butcher was roasting. His name was Reddy? Reddy the Butcher. That was his nickname. It's weird that they're already cooking the butcher and he's ready. This is I like mean, when you get to pick your lobster out of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> and how's Bell? He said Bell had already killed the others. Uh, the snow was too high to trek, so he camped and just ate some of the guys. Hey, you know. And took some of the money. When asked, when the, uh, Adams asked why he had not just told the story in the first place, he said, quote, I was excited, I wanted to say something, and the story, as I told it, came first to my mind. <laughs> Wait, what? He was excited, he wanted to just talk and say some shit, and then he just kinda, the story just kinda happened, he just kinda said stuff. You know, like you do when you ate some guys. <laughs> I guess never... I felt kind of guilty about eating all those guys. It's, have you ever had to tell someone how you killed five guys and ate them? Like, it's a hard... Is that how five guys started? <laughs> Tastes like it, huh? <laughs> wow, we just blew the lid off of something huge here tonight. I mean, that doesn't not make sense. Yeah. It's crazy enough to get a special, like a, a Forensic Files or something, or a uh, Guy's Grocery Games, or a free meal at Five Guys. <laughs> or, yeah, or, yeah. Free meal. <laughs> Has anyone seen The Fifth Guy? Nope. Nope. I'll blow this place wide fucking open if you don't give me, <laughs> you don't give me a free burger right now. <laughs> I know what you did. His new confession was written up, and he signed it Alfred, Alfred, Alfred Packer. Like my tattoo. Yeah. Uh, so the papers went fucking nuts. Headlines like putrid Packer, captured cannibal, man-eating murder, human jerked beef. Human jerked beef? <laughs> they had Excuse a good me. alliteration run until human jerked beef came out of All right, editor. we're officially out of headlines. That one sounds like he's in the Jack Shack. 
human jerking beef, <laughs> braising own meat, tenderizing his own beef. <laughs> Diet of human steaks, a cannibal who gnaws on the choice cuts of his fellow man. Nice. Uh, a white cannibal. A white cannibal. Actually, oh could I actually get a white cannibal when you get a second? <laughs> I love that. Wow. A sickening so, so they were just like, throw every headline you can yeah. at this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, they said Alfred was lying, and he was blamed for murders all over Colorado at this point. Mm -hmm. Alfred was to be tried in the mining town of Lake City, which was the closest to the murder location. <laughs> Who taught you how to woo? Their parents in Lake City. <laughs> the murder town. Woo! Murder town! Let's go hatchets! Uh, so while he's in jail, this guy named Nathaniel Hunter starts visiting him. Nathaniel Hunter had been at the Los Pinos uh, agency when Alfred rolled in. And Hunter said Alfred told him when he was acquitted, they should open a saloon together in D.C., which would do well because of his fame. Quote, what? I will let my hair and beard grow, dress up in Western style, put up a big sign announcing that the place is run by Packer the Maneater, and we will rake in more money than we could know what to do with. Man, <laughs> I love, oh after my. all that, he's like, but I, if I don't do the hair and the beard, no one's going to come. Like, we, we've got to have it's that a, authentic It's a great touch. story, but yeah. without that, no one's buying it. <laughs> uh, we'll have all you can eat floor peaches. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, I love the burger. <laughs> it's just, it's they just. They see parties. Your expedition is ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the trial began on April 9th, 1883. Witnesses included Nutter, General Adams, Lautzenheiser, and Alfred. The evidence was circumstantial. That night, Alfred told the jailer that there were so many women at the trial, he thought he could, quote, easily marry a Lake City woman. I mean, those Lake City chicks are pretty easy. I gotta, you gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, boy, that's such a classic guy. It's like, bro, you're on trial for eating your party. He's like, I think I might get laid out of this. He thinks he's going to get laid and be rich. Yeah. That's what I He's like, I'm going to make a lot of fucking money and get a lot of chicks. I think I'm going to be eating pussy. No, he like uh, going down on women. Going down on women. Going down on women. To be clear. Although when I'm down there, oh, Alfred, oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, my stomach. I finished, did you? And you want me to apologize for the cake. <laughs> yeah. 
That's right. He was found guilty and given a death sentence by hanging. Alfred was furious. And <laughs> I, I, I like that we've heard that, that so many people have been hanged on this show, but that's the first time I've ever heard. He was furious. He was so pissed off. <laughs> he took the news of his death sentence pretty hard. He was, uh, he was pretty PO'd. What the fuck? I was going to open a bar. Yeah. Your Honor, the amount of puss you just cost me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> May I eat myself for my last meal? Uh, he threatened two witnesses if he ever got the chance. Several papers said it was a travesty of justice. One felt Alfred's story was consistent and natural. Natural? Ch natural. It's a beautiful thing that he went through. <laughs> when a man is starving for a man. What are we going to do, uh, try bears? Yeah. Some Where do we draw bears. the line, Your Honor? May I even eat lamb? Or is that a crime? It, yeah, that's actually a crime. Well... I've eaten lamb. <laughs> uh, J.C. Fidger wrote, quote, while there is much about the man that is uncanny and revolting, men are not hanged for such matters by law. What? Well, this guy's a real sickening piece of shit, but that's not why we hang people. I'm defending you, Alfred. Oh, yeah. You fucking maggot of a human. <laughs> but we don't hang them for being maggots of humans, do we? No. You fucking garbage dump. <sighs> but a living one. What are you, about 210, 205? I've been fattening up for you. You're buttery. <laughs> oh. I take back what I've said. <laughs> it's weird to get indigestion just from thinking of eating you. The paper said if he had been tried in another city, he would have been acquitted. Afterwards, Alfred's lawyer found the murder statute on the books in 1874 had been repealed and replaced. <laughs> after? You know, here's something. After they've already found you guilty, you can't be tried for murder. Well, that's right. Yeah. So, so it's a great lawyer to be like, well, I looked into it a little bit. I started working after they found you guilty, and we can't do anything about it, really. Turns out murder's cool here. It seems like you can actually murder here. Your crime was eating. Well, yeah, so it had been repealed and replaced without a saving clause. Well, it's a technicality, basically. And it reversed Alfred's decision. Holy shit. Oh, my God. He's but, opening the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> a whole chain of them. One in Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> But he could be tried again for manslaughter. So his second trial in August 1886, the jury found him guilty of voluntary manslaughter, and he got 40 years. This was the longest term ever 
at this point by an American judge. Hmm. Boy, will we blow that away. Yeah, seriously. Uh, it's amazing. In the penitentiary, he kept seeking exoneration. And a barber in Denver named Dwayne Hatch had been treated well by Alfred when he worked with him on a cattle ranch. So he started visiting Alfred and found him to be a pretty nice guy. Oh, boy. Someone's falling into the honeypot. And he was a model prisoner. Sure. Alfred was using his pension to give money to paroled prisoners so they could start over. The warden, quote, Packer is the soul of generosity and apparently cares nothing for money. Uh, excuse me. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does. He killed the rich guys first. Yeah. Yeah, but he spent I like that on, move, by the way. He spent it all on oysters and peaches. Like, yeah. he's not... You didn't hear about giving them to anybody. It was just yeah. for himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. Hatch began working to get him pardoned. He hired lawyers, he started a petition, and after a while, the public started to see Alfred as the victim who was convicted by circumstantial evidence. So dumb. This is like the way everyone stops seeing Bill Gates as a fucking villain. Uh, Which he is. I was just I, thinking Enjoy that. the rest of the podcast. I was just thinking put that. nanobots in the vaccine! Oh, come on. He's Epstein's buddy. Leave him alone. I... He's awesome. He's a good guy. Bill Gates, Bill... No, all right, come on, move on, whatever. Oh, boy, we all smell a dollop coming, don't we? You, there's nothing you could say that, I mean, Bill Gates, for me, he can't fuck, he's perfect. Yeah, yes, yes, you sh don't read about his childhood. Uh, a Denver Post reporter took up the cause, and soon most of Denver's leaders were on board. So wow. Dumb. And Charles, Governor Charles Thomas, uh, he paroled Alfred with wow. his last act in office on January 1901. <laughs> wow. What a way to go out. Yeah, fuck it. Release Packer. I'm done. Well, that's what they do. Their last day in office, they always do that crazy shit. So he's like, it has been an honor to work for you, the citizens. You've taught me so much about myself and each other. I'm freeing Packer. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait, what? He eats people. See you later. One thing Alfred had to agree to was to not profit off the notoriety. Boy, I don't, I mean. I got into bowling. He's like a character actor. Yeah. He's like that guy, yeah. like everything he's in, he freaks me out. <laughs> he's like the bad guy in like movies where you're like, oh, that dude, he's always like the third worst guy in a crew. I, I think he looks a little like Bob Newhart. Oh, man. <laughs> Bob Adehart. <laughs> oh. He looks like Putin. He does look like Putin. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Fred Putin. Uh, yes, the comedian. Fred Putin. <laughs> I mean, do we know where Putin was in 1873? You're sniffing around the wrong area, Adam. Relax. Don't worry. I wasn't there. This Take thing a look goes at all the, the way to the top. Take a look at view out this window. <laughs> look out further. Really smell the anthra the air. Hi. What a weird little thing you've developed over this show. Just having a good time, like I'm out on a balcony in the country. 
Mm-hmm. Having a little cheesecake and gin and tonic. Yep. All good stuff that translates to an auditory format. <laughs> Someone's driving their car going, I bet that he's eating cake. Five hundred and ninety episodes in, and this dumbass doesn't know what editing is. <laughs> Five hundred and ninety. No one's gonna know shit about the fucking cake, but the people who lived it. <laughs> yes, sir. Congrats, Dave. <laughs> You've really nailed it. Sweet victory. Uh, so Alfred got a job as a security guard at the Denver Post, but also prospected in the foothills. Sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> sure he did. The foothills. Mm -hmm. mm. What kind of shoes are those? I'll take the security guard job, but I got to have my weekends free to prospect and uh, lead a little bit. So a few people left their IDs and didn't come collect them. He always wanted to clear his name, but he died on April 24th, 1907. Mm. In 1989, a group, of, uh, a group exhumed the skeletons and, and analysis him. showed <laughs> defensive cut wounds and knife marks of defleshing. They concluded Alfred was the murderer. Recently, yeah, I don't know. Could have left him in there. We kind of knew, right? They were like, well, we've uh, analyzed Alfred's body. You're not going to believe this. He actually did kill people and eat them. Yeah, we know. All right, well, uh, the smell was unbelievably bad. Uh, you can wear a mask when you... I don't, I don't choose. I choose not to. I like to be in the elements. Christ. We've also determined he went to his grave without a bath. <laughs> He's a stinky man. Anyway, we laid in there a while. Laid in there? Yeah. I laid with him. <laughs> yeah. I ate him. There wasn't really much there. So he was braised. <laughs> Jesus. Slow cooked. Recently, the curator at Grand Junction's Museum of Western Colorado tracked down. Is this a fucking joke? The fuck just happened? I don't know. Someone's like. My museum, baby! Grand Junction Museum! Number one? It's my local! Denver, silence. <laughs> Grand Junction Museum, fuck yeah! It's my one. Recently, the curator at the Grand Junction's Museum of Western Colorado tracked down a Colt revolver found at the site with three chambers still loaded. They compared samples from the lead in the bullets and lead from soil beneath Bell's exhumed body. They matched, supporting Alfred's claim that he shot Bell. So the... Oh! What's so that's... It, does that support that Bell killed all those other people and then... Well, it could, but he also could have just shot Bell. Yeah, exactly. that's right. Like, uh, right. So there's not really, like, any, like, 
boom. It's like, all right, yeah, so he killed him too. Yes. E- even yeah. with your bombshell, I don't know if I believe Alfred Packer yet. Yeah. I'm full on Alfred Packer's side. Uh, <laughs> that dude was the cream of the crop, and anybody who says otherwise can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Look at him all high on cake. <laughs> yeah, no, he really is. It's going to be great when he's backstage in 10 minutes sleeping. Like. <laughs> if he does edit the cake references out, people will be like, why did he get so sassy over yeah, the course of the episode? <laughs> the, the episode will be like, Alfred came back the earlier that he was actually... Mm. <laughs> this is a really weird episode. Fortunately, I did not write down the book that this came from, so I'll put it in later. Oh, here it is. Uh, Man-Eater, The Life and Legend of an American Cannibal by Harold Schechter. Wow. Man. So, and is that, how well known is that story around here? Like, the Packer and... Everyone knows Alfred Packer, the cannibal. Like everyone right. knows there was a cannibal, but I don't. I didn't know any of those That's details what I whatsoever. I mean, if like if you're if you're from a place, you like hear about the famous person, but yeah. you don't really know about them. Yeah. Well, and it's nice to finally hear about the people he ate. I'm sure. Absolutely. The story behind the dish. What a bunch of fucking losers! Can you imagine getting killed? Five people getting killed by Alfred Packer? No shit. It really is crazy. Like, he fell in a fire. Like, the guy who got him out of the fire, like, you there, you should be okay. Like, that, like, ripple I mean, effect of that. But that's, like, part of the thing that makes me go, all right, got to kill some people. Like, they were just, it was just fucking ableism. Like, they just didn't like him, essentially, because he had grand mal seizures. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why I people love, didn't I like love, him. I don't disagree, but I love that you're like, you're going to have to eat a couple people. Yeah, well, sometimes you got to learn a fucking lesson. Yeah. Right? This is yeah. how this is how people learn to respect people that had grandma seizures. Yeah, no, for sure. He did a lot. I when I hear that name, I always think, wow, he did a lot for those who have seizures. That's right. And this is why you never bully people who have seizures, even when they've led you off into a blizzard and <laughs> you respect them. You still respect them. You don't yeah. say a bad The idea word that about you had to be nice to Alfred the whole time or he eats you. Yeah. Yeah, no, great job, Alfred. I always wanted to die out here. Oh my god. Sorry about your condition. <laughs> Shall we lady in the tramp the butcher now, friend? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, just to let you know, Dave, you have a cake on your pants. Don't we all? Or it's that semen from when you saw it get brought out. <laughs> I hope it's oh, cake. Oh, that's semen. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Give it up for our guest, Adam Kane Holland, everybody. Thank you for coming. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>